often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Sapbox Podcast. This is episode 590. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox Penthouse. My trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Boulder, is laying on the desk right in front of me, attacking the cord that attaches my laptop to the soundboard and me. He's attacking me a little bit and uh, making things already a little difficult out of the gate, but he, he's being more involved. That's something. He, ah! <laughs> Uh, I was moving the mic, and then he grabbed my fucking hand with his one paw on the front and started biting. <laughs> this is starting out really great, buddy. This is great. It's nice to have you participating like this. This is a... <laughs> uh, yeah, episode 590. Is, uh, oh, I think he's distracted with something. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe it's my hand. He's going to go for another round. He's going to get a little taste. Another little taste here. He's, uh, oh, oh, I was, see, uh, like, right before starting, I, because I play with the, the, <laughs> the little intro music off my laptop, and, uh, I had it ready to roll on the laptop, and, uh, <clears throat> he, uh, decided, you know what? I want to help out here. So he went in the late, uh, started walking on the laptop and all of a sudden it, I don't know what the fuck he did. Um, all of a sudden it said it was deleting a bunch of shit off the laptop. Um, so far though, uh, I'm not sure what it deleted. It just went through like a ton of different files and it was just like deleting, deleting like, Whoa, what the fuck, man? I don't know what he could have hit on that keyboard to all of a sudden just start deleting all these files, but here we are. He, uh, <laughs> it happened. Um, <laughs> hopefully they weren't important files. Um, yeah, as, uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, now he's, I was looking out the window again. That's fantastic. All right. Maybe he's... I'll go ahead and shut this laptop... Laptop? I'm going to shut the laptop down just in case he uh, ends up somehow magically deleting more files. I really still don't know what he could have laid on on there that just... It said it was like searching for shit too and then it was just deleting like I... I feel like he's almost, you know, smarter than he leads on to be. It's like the old Kurt Vonnegut story, uh, Thomas Edison's dog. Where uh, in that story, Thomas Edison creates a device that you can wear on your head that uh, says your intelligence. And he tries it on himself. There's like assistant or something of that nature. And uh, he's like, oh, it seems to be working right. It's saying like the intelligence levels. And then they, well, that's, you know, we need a... Uh, another test subject, I guess. And then they put it on the dog and, and it's like through the roof, through the roof for the dog. And then the dog starts talking to him and you're like, shit, you found us out. 
dogs have been always been smarter than people. See, uh, we <laughs> we just pretend to be dumb. So you uh, feed us, you know, and all that stuff. Take care of us <laughs> and all that shit. And then, if I remember correctly, um, this is, of course, just a short story by Kurt Vonnegut. It's one of the stories in there's a, a collection of short stories by Kurt Vonnegut uh, called Welcome to the Monkey House. And in there, of uh, uh, of course, it, I believe, want to say at the end, spoiler alert, all the other dogs band together and... Uh, and kill Thomas Edison's dog. He's a rat bastard. That Thomas and that Thomas Edison's dog. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe that's what Fox over here is doing as he's attacking the blinds and like, hey, jackass, let me let me see out there. And uh, but uh, hey, he's not deleting files over there. Speaking of like computers and such. I ordered a new hard drive for my computer on Black Friday, and uh, Amazon gave me a window of time for a delivery. Initially, it still says this, but which I don't fucking understand why, but uh, it says it should ship. Uh, <laughs> see here, I'll pull up the actual order here. This is fucking annoying. But, uh, yeah, here we go. Track in the package. Arriving December 9th through December 20th. <laughs> and, again, I ordered this on Black Friday. And uh, it still hasn't shipped. It still hasn't shipped. And, uh, yeah, it's still saying which December 9th would be today. So it's obviously not getting here then. And that, this is a big gap in time they give me from December 9th to December 20th. Uh, it, I almost want to cancel the order because, I mean, I freed up enough room on my PC deleting shit to be able to... Because I, I, did, I did break down and get the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Like, even though I feel like it was unnecessary, kind of a waste of money. But uh, I did it. It was on sale for like forty-eight bucks, so I, I, you know, got it, got a deal on it, and uh, yeah. But I don't have, unfortunately, a new SSD drive <laughs> for the damn thing. And uh, my thoughts on the new Call of Duty, though, I I played uh, multiplayer. I I just got it last night. Uh, I was playing multiplayer last night. And uh, the movement is fantastic. I love the movement, the speed in which you can run, and then you can uh, go back to doing slide canceling now, which is fantastic. It's like butter. I mean, like butter. <laughs> yeah. The running, slide canceling, and then uh, the mantling is so fluid, um, which they updated for Warzone as well. Where you have like the same type of movements. I feel like the multiplayer though is faster. Like it's faster and more smooth than the war zone. Um but man, it was it was giving me old feelings of Cold War, which I, I loved the I loved the Cold War. Uh Call of Duty that is. Not uh not the actual Cold War. <laughs> not really a big fan of that. 
But I guess the Cold War is better than a hot war. <laughs> Although, you know, I mean, we did come close to Armageddon. Mainly, uh, as Fox is now tearing up an old calendar of my <laughs> great audio. He's really helping out this show. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I feel like he's been getting like some cat sneaking some catnip on the side or something. Here lately, he's been really jacked up. Uh, <laughs> ah, hitting the mic. Anyway, um, <laughs> I forgot where I was going with cold. Oh, the Cold War. Yeah, we almost hit Armageddon, of course, when. Uh, the uh, Bay of Pigs happened with, I think that's probably the closest we've ever come to total annihilation. I mean, there's probably other times that I am unaware of. But that was definitely a time when, uh, of course, Russia and the U.S. had, you know, they're just ready to fucking launch nukes. Which I guess they are at all times. Any, uh, you know, currently still, whatever. Um, but at that point... I mean, if my recollection serves me right, (laughs) there was a nuclear sub that uh, the Russians had that was, of course, submerged. And I want to say there was, uh, of course, the Americans. Um, Being, you know, one myself here uh they were uh dropping depth charges um i don't believe they're trying to hit the sub they were trying to force it to uh submerge or not submerge but you know yeah <laughs> come to the top come to the surface i don't remember what the exact details of the story but they uh thought they were, the Russians took it as uh, not a warning <laughs> and uh, at least initially and were ready to, to uh, fire nukes and uh, some somehow someone on that sub uh, came came to the conclusion like you know what let's let's not let's maybe don't launch the nukes and uh, you know had a nuke been fired from that sub could have been the end of the world or we could have had you know just like wastelands of area where you don't go for a long time because it's a radioactive i mean who they could have stopped at like you know 10 or 20 nukes it's hard to say (laughs) we could have just been without our major cities (laughs) and then you know maybe live in bunkers for a while no sunlight, you know, be like mole people. Like the mole people live were in uh, Las Vegas, where uh, the uh, former porn star Jenny Lee lives. It could have been like that. Maybe we would all also be on meth. That could be like a, a survival thing. I don't know. You know, meth, I don't believe, uh, is uh, giving you any real nutrients, but it makes you feel like you don't need... <laughs> <laughs> nutrients and if you're living in a, in a, a fallout shelter and uh, you're out of food you know maybe you're making meth <laughs> to, to give yourself the feeling that oh I don't I don't need any of this shit I don't need food we're cool <laughs> uh, anyway yeah um, 
Call of Duty though, like uh, I don't know the stages. Stages are all right. Um, I was in. I was enjoying. I was just doing a grind. I was just grinding mainly on one stage. It's just meat, I think. So it's called. It's like a slaughterhouse. Just kind of cool stage. Smaller stage. I was just wanting to build up weapons. Burn through some uh, double XP uh, tokens that I'd gotten from drinking way too many monster energy drinks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was doing that. So as to uh, you know, just level up the guns mainly and uh, unlock the uh, all the uh, perks and shit, perks and shit. Um, but uh, you know, so far, I mean, I don't regret. I mean, I figured I was gonna buy the damn thing anyway because I mean, I play so much like Warzone with the uh, my coworkers that uh. <coughs> It seemed inevitable I was going to have to buy it because this way it's a lot harder to level shit up when you're playing Warzone. You know, because you have to find the gun specifically and all that. You do multiplayer and you can just go rock whatever gun. You know, you start the match with it. You can end the match with it. It's so much easier to build up the weapons that way. It's like uh, I'm in the system. The uh, Call of Duty's just forced me in their system. <laughs> I have to abide by, you know, paying them a certain amount of money each year <laughs> to keep it going. And, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I'll get away from it but perhaps when, like, GTA 6 comes out in, what, like 30 years? <laughs> the, of course, they did release the trailer for it, uh, what, a few days ago. No. Uh, it looks good. You know, I haven't... I don't even think I played 4. I didn't play 5. I played Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. Um, but uh, I played so much of, like, GTA San Andreas and Vice City. I guess I got kind of bored on uh, GTA for a while. And uh, I've thought about maybe get, picking up GTA 5. But uh, no, but uh, I I think at least a, a few of the guys from work will be playing GTA Six when it comes out. So we might have to do a switch over once that ever gets here. Um, then just you know hang out in Vice City, do some shit. Uh but uh, yeah, an update on the uh, kicking the monster. <laughs> Is uh, I actually made it a full week without having any caffeine, and uh, on that that day seven actually though was when I was like, okay, fuck, uh, at work I needed, I did it mainly because coworker Walker, he uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't even remember what brought it up. Like the on Thursday, I was like, man, like. Uh, I had mentioned that uh, like I'd gone like a full week without <laughs> any caffeine. He's like, "Oh, that's why we've been sucking and stuff. We haven't been able to make our bonus money for uh, hitting our numbers." But it's not on our our end. I just want to say that it's not on our end. We haven't been able to get our parts. There's a lot of downtime, and so we we have you know. 
I think, you know, when we have all our stuff, like it's fairly, usually fairly easy for us to get those numbers and get that bonus money. But uh, anyway, Walker was giving me shit saying like, oh, that's why we've been sucking. So I was like, all right, that's it, motherfucker. I'm taking a five hour energy <laughs> tomorrow. And I did. I came with a five hour energy and I, man, I, I didn't want didn't really want to do it because I had it there with me. I mean, not going to take a five hour energy with me to work and not take it. I feel like I'm paying the price for it though. Like it was, we didn't end up making our numbers because again, we ran out of stuff. They're changing out some machinery in there and it's really difficult for us to get our, uh, stuff going on right now. But, uh, it was a real letdown for me taking that five hour energy. I'll tell you what though, the whole week, with the exception of last night, because again, I had uh, gone a week without caffeine and then all of a sudden I take 200 milligrams of it. For some reason it was uh, hard for me to sleep last night. <laughs> the rest of the week, up until that point, however, um, I slept very well. It's funny how that works. You you take caffeine out of the diet and all of a sudden you like you can sleep like a normal human being. Uh, which for me, like a good night's sleep is actually like five to six hours. I'm fine with that. I don't need, I don't, I never sleep eight hours. And if not, these days, if I were to sleep eight hours, I'm just going to be in a lot of pain because I'm going to, if I lay in any position, doesn't matter what the position is, I'm going to be, feel like a cripple when I get up. If I've been laying there for eight hours. <laughs> I'm going to just have pains all over and be like, God damn it. <laughs> so I would definitely, uh, yeah, eight hours isn't, isn't my jam, but it was, it was nice to not be on caffeine for, for a, a week. And, uh, I'd like to go back to not having caffeine. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing it today. Although at this moment, actually I might do it a little bit later. I might have to have like a small Red Bull. <laughs> As uh, I am going to the movie theater with Muffin Man and uh, <clears throat> knowing that I didn't sleep much last night or very well. Um, I go to the movie theater and I don't have any caffeine in me. There's a good chance I'm going to pass out. It's got the reclining seats, so... I'm probably going to need to pop a Red Bull in before uh, venturing out to, to see this one. We're seeing the, uh, was it, Godzilla Year One, I think it is. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing that. And, uh, yeah, as a uh, man, I could definitely, man, I wish I had caffeine right now. In my system. I, I do and I don't. It's a double-edged sword. <laughs> yeah. See, that five-hour energy screwed me. Like, I know that I would have slept really well last night had I not taken that. And I took it, like, you know, in the morning. You would think that... I mean, that is a lot of caffeine, though, especially if you're not taking it every day. <laughs> All of a sudden, have 200 milligrams. I know they got the story going around now that uh, Panera 
has the charged lemonade. That uh, let's see. I think that's like two hundred milligrams. Um, let's see this lemonade caffeine. Here we go. Oh, that's got one hundred and fifty milligrams of caffeine. Oh, it's between anywhere from one hundred and fifty milligrams of caffeine to two hundred and thirty-seven milligrams. So I mean, you you're probably doing over a fucking five-hour energy, and you're doing more than one of these. And uh, they've had now two people that I'm aware of and uh, that are suing Panera. You know, let's, uh, good Lord. That's that's a lot of caffeine to just be drink, drinking. And a lot of these people, I, I don't know that everybody's aware that it is caffeinated when they're drinking this fucking thing. Um, but two people have fucking died from this. Um, for after having this, let's see here. This is a CBSNews.com article here. It's uh for for most people, consuming some caffeine is harmless, but too much can be dangerous. Recent news coverage has raised questions about the amount of caffeine in some popular drinks and what consumers should know about the potential effect on health. Lawsuit filed Monday claims a man suffered a fatal cardiac arrest after drinking three of Panera Bread's highly caffeinated charged lemonades like charged lemonades does sound pretty exciting like yeah we get charged with some lemonade like crank style like the movie crank that is well i guess also in crank (laughs) um let's see in october parents of a college student with a heart condition alleged their daughter died after drinking one of the beverages a spokesperson for Panera said the company stands firmly by the safety of our, our products and does not believe the lawsuits have merit. Lawsuits being plural, that is. Earlier this year, Senator Chuck Schumer raised concerns over the high caffeine content of prime energy drinks, calling on the Food and Drug Administration to investigate. Doctors also warned about kids consuming prime drinks, a brand co-founded by YouTube star Logan Paul, who's a piece of shit. <laughs> who's popular among teens and preteens, despite product labels that say the beverages aren't recommended for those under 18. According to the American Academy of Pediatrics, there is no proven safe dose of caffeine for children, and those under 12 should try not to consume caffeine. Uh, God damn it. Fucking there's shit popping up on this webpage, and it's throwing me off where I was in the story. This stuff. The group also advises against children and teens consuming any energy drinks and says children ages 12 to 18 should not have more than 100 milligrams of caffeine a day. So no 500 energy, kids. That's 200 milligrams. That's a no-go. <laughs> kids are especially vulnerable to the health effects of high levels of caffeine, such as disruptive sleep. Uh, you know what? I get it. It's Caffeine's a problem. Uh, but... Oh, here we go. For those over the age of 18, the FDA says healthy adults can generally consume up to around 400 milligrams of caffeine, about four or five cups of coffee a day without experiencing dangerous negative effects. Uh, I mean, it's someone that is taken in a, uh, around that in a day. I, mean, I would suggest you don't. <laughs> However, there is wide variation both how sensitive people are to the effects of caffeine and how fast they metabolize it, uh, the agency notes. 
Overconsumption of caffeine can cause insomnia, jitters, anxiousness, a fast heart rate, upset stomach, nausea, headache, and a feeling of unhappiness, according to the FDA. Uh, ooh, toxicity from caffeine can occur when you hit an even higher dosage, around 1,200 milligrams. I've never hit that much. Thankfully, I've never come close to that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Maybe back in the day. Uh, the guy's name's Dr. Randy Peters <laughs> from Allegheny Health Network. Uh, so anyway, to do. Oh, here we go. Finally, talking about the charged lemonade. That's what I really cared about. I've I covered you know most of this caffeine side effects and everything last week. Was was going through withdrawals. See here, how much caffeine is in Panera's charged lemonade? Panera Bread offers several different flavors of its charge sip beverages, including strawberry, lemon mint, charged lemonade, mango yuzu citrus charged lemonade, and blood orange charge splash. Blood oranges are disgusting. Why would you have that? Anyway, which all contains significant amounts of caffeine. A large 30-ounce mango yuzu citrus charged lemonade contains 390 milligrams of caffeine. Holy shit. And 124 grams of sugar. Fuck me, man. Fuck me. That is... You're doing, like, pretty much two five-hour energies at that point. According to the suits filed against the company as well as the company's website, another Panera webpage listed the same product... And sizes containing 235 milligrams of caffeine and 74 grams of sugar. The higher caffeine and sugar counts involve the same product without ice, according to Panera. Caffeine levels for a regular 20-ounce serving also differ on Panera's site from 157 to 260 milligrams. For comparison, a cup of coffee has about 100 milligrams of caffeine. That's an 8-ounce cup of coffee, not a grande with three shots of espresso. Peters noted a 16-ounce can of Monster Energy energy drink has 160 milligrams of caffeine and an 8.4-ounce can of Red Bull has 80. Consumed in moderation, Panera's website now states in a banner. Above the drink options, not recommended for children, people sensitive to caffeine, pregnant, or nursing women. Um, Yeah, I think they're kind of fucked here. I think they're just going to have to get rid of it, man. What the fuck? Although, you know... Gunnings. <laughs> Do uh, get it. Yeah, where's there's an ABC news. I wanted to read about the other death. Um, ba, 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 ba. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm not seeing the, the. I believe there was one female and one male. I believe. Um, ba, ba, ba. here we go. The new lawsuit filed on Monday. And obtained by ABC News alleges that 46-year-old Brown, who was a member of the restaurant Sip Club (laughs) that allows customers to order unlimited drinks, had consumed charged lemonades with his dinner at a Panera location near his job in Florida and later died while he was walking home. The lawsuit states Panera advertised the plant-based charged lemonades, which come in three flavors, as taking lemonade to the next level with clean caffeine as an instant energy drink derived from guarana and green coffee extract. Yeah, clean caffeine. (laughs) That's not an oxymoron. That's just... 
according to ABC affili- uh, Atlanta affiliate station WSB WSB uh, Brown had a chromosomal uh, disorder, and those close to him, including his uh, supportive living coach, Dean Burgess, said that Brown did not buy energy drinks or anything like that. Brown's family told WSB that Brown avoided energy drinks due to having high blood pressure. Brown had been drinking charged lemonades for six days before he died. What the fuck? Uh, the suit further claims that the unregulated beverage purchased by Brown was offered side by side with all of the store's non-caffeinated and or less caffeinated drinks. It was not ad- advertised as an energy drink, nor were there any warnings to consumers. Accordingly, Dennis consumed the Panera charged lemonade responsibly, confident it was a traditional lemonade containing a reasonable amount of caffeine safe for him to drink. Of course, that's according to the suit. Uh, Upon information and belief during his 90 minutes at PBC, Dennis refilled his PBC. But why did they just say Panera? (laughs) Uh, Dennis filled his charged lemonade two additional times. Dennis had a known habit of drinking three beverages in a row, the lawsuit further says. Man... That's not even healthy. If it is just like a normal caffeinated and just like the, all the sugar like that would be in that. That's just anyway. Brown, you know, probably wouldn't kill you though. If it was normal lemonade, it wouldn't kill you. It's just not good for you. Anyway, Brown was found unresponsive on the sidewalk and pronounced dead at the scene on October 9th. But uh, yeah, be, uh, be careful with that charged lemonade. It'll get you. Um. Which I, I haven't gone to Panera in quite a while. Or I believe here it's actually St. Louis Bread Company. Um, that is an awful lot of caffeine to have like four, damn near 400 milligrams. And like a 30 ounce drink. Holy fuck, dude. My heart is uh, fucking up with me just thinking about that. That is... That is suicide for me, man. I've been feeling, with, of course, I've been having like a year straight of uh, heavy caffeine intake. I feel like I've had some real negative effects after this the year of doing it. Um, uh, with that being said, uh, you know why I laid off it. I think my more of a problem, though, is I've been taking a leave. Like uh, twice a day, once before work and once after, and I think that's caused me some stomach issues. And uh, I knocked that off too. So like, no caffeine, no leave. I did take one leave this week, and it was after because my shoulder was killing me really bad, and I was like, I gotta fucking, I gotta do it, gotta do it. And I think that did fuck with my stomach a little bit after I, I did it. So, you know, I you know. Trying to knock out the bad shit. <laughs> Although I did find that I, uh, I've i used Icy Hot, I'm pretty sure, before in the past. Um, I've had stuff that helped better than that. But I never had used the Icy Hot patches. And I had got a box of the patches. And uh, I put one of those on my shoulder uh, for a few days. Man, that felt pretty good. Uh, I like the patches. Patches are good. Icy Hot. Not a sponsor of the show, but uh, uh, 
it did relieve because I've been having shoulder issues, a lot of issues since I've been a, a steel worker. It's uh, it can make you feel sore. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes you need a little little something to to loosen you up a little bit. And apparently, leave. Uh, I've loosened up with it too much, so I've I've got to go through different avenues. Um, as uh, going to the movies later, going back to that, it is exciting to go to the theater. I uh, the last time I went was uh, not since the uh, last Indiana Jones film uh, came out so it's been a minute it's been a minute uh i did enjoy that film i did uh watch it again on prime and then of course not too long after it and i bought it on prime <laughs> i knew that they would eventually release it on disney plus and yeah now it's on disney plus i can just watch it on there <laughs> um but godzilla movies i love that shit when i was a kid i used to watch the old japanese ones on Laserdisc back in the day. Watch some Mothra, Rodan, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've heard good things about this, this one. And, uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see how it is. We'll see how it is. Is uh, this is also pretty sure this one's the Japanese one as well. So it's uh, like a throwback to the OGs, the originals. Like 311, like, come original. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're feeling it. As actually, I'm going to pause the the podcast because, man, I need to get some water. And uh, <laughs> the lack of caffeine is... is uh, really uh waning on me so i will pause but it'll i i don't know why i'm even saying it because i could just pause it and it's like it never happened so <laughs> i'll be right back but it it's like i'm, I'm never gone and i'm back <laughs> so yeah caffeine you little fucking bitch as uh, I just popped a Werther's original down to Werther's original with the cream inside. So it likes to help my throat. I feel like it helps my throat. And then uh got me some classic H2O to help with being thirsty. <laughs> Not with the no caffeine in this water. No caffeine at all. Just straight water. Just straight water. Purified drinking water. Schnooks brand. Again, not also not a sponsor of the show. Um <laughs> uh, I think I am gonna have oh man, I am probably gonna have to take a small I'll take a small Red Bull. I'm not gonna go overdo it. Like otherwise, man, I am gonna pass out in that movie theater. Which is sad. It's sad that uh, I have to do said things, you know, certain things to be able to be alert and awake and, and do something that I used to always just love doing all the time. I used to always go to the movie theater and uh, do that. But uh, 
watch movies. Never fucking had a problem with uh, falling asleep in the movie theater until in, in my 30s. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not getting any easier. It's just getting more difficult. It's becoming uh, more and more difficult, shall we say. Because I'm an old man. Old man. <laughs> ah, but uh, that being said, uh, I'll manage through. Uh, one way or another, I'll, I'll make it through this movie. I will make it happen. It's going to happen. I might have to like stab my leg or something with a pen. or <laughs> Punch myself in the nuts a few times. Get the adrenaline going a little bit, you know. Uh, I start doing that though, and maybe I'll start enjoying it too much. I don't. Th- I don't think I'd ever enjoy that. I mean, it's I, f- very few times in my life have I really been hit in the nuts. It's been a, a, hand, a handful, more than a handful, I guess. But never once did I enjoy it. But I mean, it, I guess if I'm like constantly doing it over and over again, perhaps there would be some kind of sick, twisted enjoyment. Although there could be the possibility, I did know a guy, well, I think this was possibly while uh, the podcast had already uh, already started. I'm sure we talked about it, I know, multiple times in the podcast. It's just been years. Uh, There was a guy that was over at Jackman's for one of the parties, I guess, we had over there back in the day. And uh, he, uh, I believe, went by the name Pruitt, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Um, according to him, I mean, he, well, it should be noted, he's got one massive, like, testicle. He's got two testicles, but, like, his, like I think it's the just the one that's, like, obscenely massive. Obscenely massive. And, uh, <laughs> of course, Jackman had to, had to see it. <laughs> so like we all saw it and <laughs> didn't see the shaft though just just the sack it was fucking massive <laughs> and, uh uh we weighed it i don't remember how much exactly it weighed um and uh i believe jackman drew a face on it <laughs> and uh yeah, um, according to uh, Pruitt there, the reason why his sack became so enlarged, so engorged, is that uh, he used to let his buddies, like, kick him in the nuts all the time. Which, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure why you would do that. Uh. <laughs> um, but uh, over time, they had just got fucking huge. And he said he went to the doctor to get it checked out to make sure it was fine. Like, it, apparently it's okay. I don't know. I wouldn't want... That just seems like a huge pain in the ass. Or a pain in the balls, rather. I mean, just thinking about it. If you had, like, a really massive sack and uh, just, like, zip it. You got to be careful just, like, zipping your pants up. Imagine getting, like, it's... You want to make sure your balls with a normal size ball sack. I mean, you got to be careful just zipping your pants up in general. You know, you don't want like uh, there's something about Mary's situation where you zip it up and you got the <laughs> beans above the frank going on. <laughs> and, uh, but with a massive sack, man, that's just more sack that could get caught in a zipper. I mean, maybe you go button fly if if you got that situation going on. 
But then there's Sitting's got to be all weird when you got like a just a massive sack and uh, putting things on your on your lap. I mean, what if you got like a pet? Like my my cat likes to like lay on me and stuff, and then like it can get a little awkward when he's laying on my junk. And like I can only imagine when my junk's like massive. My that being my just my. <laughs> I was gonna say I guess that would be the tackle <laughs> between the bait and the tackle with the shaft with the beat. The shaft be the bait, and then the the nuts, the tackle, I guess. Anyway, the beans. When your beans are big, you got the the massive beans. Uh, now I'm just imagining too. I haven't, you know, this was probably over a decade ago, or around a decade ago, that I saw this nut. <laughs> now the time has progressed. Like, is it like, is, you know, it's just inevitable that nut sacks sag and that, uh, you know, they're going to get more wrinkly and just like sag more. Like, is it going to sag even more because there's more of a, a nut there, <laughs> a larger nut? Will that sag even more? Is it going to be like a, <laughs> a dodgeball, like inside, like a big sack inside a gymnasium? Like where they got the collection of balls, like a big bag, all the balls. And I'm just imagining like one large sack just like drooping down to your knee. It's not a pretty sight. I mean, w- nuts aren't a pretty sight in general, which does remind me I've uh, gotten into watching uh, the new Kids in the Hall. Um, I watched Kids in the Hall back in the day on Comedy Central a lot. That is the Canadian sketch comedy show from the the 90s from like the early to mid 90s and uh they're back they put out a season was it in 2022 or 2023 it could it was within the last year or so they put out the new series which they hadn't put out anything out since their uh kids in the hall uh Uh, movie they had a movie called brain candy which they make fun of and in, in the new kids in the hall um oh 1989 i guess is when the first kids in the hall came out so it was uh, the late 80s early 90s show and uh i enjoyed the kids in the halls some kind of there's some strange humor in there and uh oh i guess the the last season was put in 20 well i guess it made in 2021 i think it wasn't released till like 2022 is uh, let's see here. It's uh, Wikipedia's got some info, of course, on kids in the hall. Let's uh, no, it doesn't go into real. They revive. Okay, the it was released last May of, well, May of twenty twenty two. So last year in May. So it's been over a year. That since it's been released, but uh, again, I was. <clears throat> Watching, uh, <laughs> watching it in the last few days. I haven't seen the whole series yet, or episodes. Um, I think there's only like eight of them. There's new ones, but it's crazy because they're all you know like sixty now. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> some of them look better than others. Um, yeah, but they're all you know, they're all in their their sixties. That being like Scott Thompson, Dave Foley, Bruce McCullough. Kevin McDonald, 
Mark McKinney. Um, I don't have my phone on silent. Fun fact. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the old show, you know, with it being on uh, Comedy Central, uh, which oh man, they started their comedy troupe in 1984. Um, the show originally ran from 89 to 1995 on CBC in Canada. Of course, it also appeared on CBS, HBO, and Comedy Central in the U.S. Let's see here, but um, now, yeah, I guess in '96, after the the show had run its the television show had run its course, they made the movie Brain Candy, um, and I guess they've done like live shows, <laughs> comedy festivals. Uh oh, they did a eight part miniseries Death Comes to Town in uh, 2010. I don't think I ever watched that. Anyway, what I was getting to with uh, watching this, the re- reason why balls <laughs> led me to Kids in the Hole. The original TV show uh, didn't have like nudity and stuff in there. And uh, they've got some strange humor, those Kids in the Hole, they do. Um, but I always enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, <laughs> of course, when you see a bunch of old dudes doing sketch comedy, you know, you thought like, you know what? I could. I really need to see the these guys' dicks, <laughs> and I think it's within the first episode. I think it was was it Dave Foley and uh, Kevin McDonald. I think it was those two where they're fucking naked, just full on dick and balls. They're just jumping up and down, dick and balls. <laughs> just like, oh, this is a this is a different experience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that being a thing. I, again, it was, you know, I mean, it was on Canadian television. I don't know. I don't think Canadian television has full frontal nudity. Maybe. Maybe they do. But I know the stuff I saw, because I saw it on Comedy Central. I'm thinking uh, it, there was no nudity. But uh, it definitely... <laughs> There was some. There's been some funny stuff on the on this uh, newer Kids in the Hall. Um, but uh, man, I mean, it's kind of funny to see them like all old and shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, doing doing sketch comedy. It's pretty great. Pretty great. I like that because you know I'm old as fuck. Not quite as old as them, but. Uh, I'm getting old as shit, and uh, <clears throat> it's good to know that uh, you know you're still v- worth value in your older age, like uh, like these gentlemen, as uh, I did uh, enjoy their stuff, and uh, <laughs> I'm just like replaying some of that shit in my head, and uh, now I can't get uh, their balls out of my head. That's not good, you know. It's, uh, oh damn it! Ooh, there's a kids in the hall store. What kind of stuff can I get at the kids in the hall store? Uh, it just looks like regular merch. There's a super drunk shirt, which is a character in the uh, the the newer ones. I don't think that was a a thing in the old uh, one. 
Oh, there's a chicken lady shirt. I haven't seen. I don't know if they have the chicken lady in the uh, in the uh, new episodes. I haven't seen it yet. Um, there's the crushing dude <laughs> that did make an appearance. That was from the original show. Um, the super drunk. Super drunk was all right. There's. You know, some sketch comedies like there's some that's like a hit and a and a miss, and I think it's to each their own. Everybody likes their own kind of shit. Um, but if you like full frontal nudity and find that funnity, funnity, <laughs> if you find that funny, maybe I'm super drunk. God damn it. Uh. Anyway, if if you find Full frontal male nudity, funny. <laughs> you might like the new kids in the hall. It's on Amazon Prime. And uh, I've watched other stuff recently within the last week, and it's all I can think of is like fucking Dave Foley's balls. <clears throat> Thank you, kids in the hall. Thank you so much for your for your service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> In in years of sketch comedy, and showing your showing me your old man balls. <laughs> uh. and I there's some other. I feel like there was other like news as far as like TV shows go and stuff, and that I was uh, thinking about talking about. Now I'm just like it's gone. It's gone, Zoes. I know I, I can't wait for one thing that, that I definitely, one movie I'll be seeing in the theaters, Deadpool 3. I know that they're working on that currently. That is one I know that uh, I will not be skipping out on at the theater. Um, I do believe we've got a while yet, though people are releasing, leaking, leaking all over the internet shit about Deadpool 3. As Ryan Reynolds has uh taken to it like uh you know saying like uh, please don't leak you know photo images of Deadpool 3 and so he's like creating his own leaked photos where it's like adding the the predator <laughs> and stuff to shots of like uh him and Hugh Jackman it's like oh it would be kind of great to have the predator in there uh, why not? It's Deadpool. Throw throw whatever in there. You can throw. I was, you know, I don't know, some weird characters from obviously, you know, outside the MCU just to have some. I think, you know, actually, honestly, if I was going to throw a character in Deadpool that uh, I believe in the comics that they've crossed paths. This is inside the Marvel uh, universe, maybe not the MCU. Uh, well, I guess he's part of the MCU because he's been part of the galaxies. But I love the old Howard the Duck movie, which was based on a Marvel comic. I love the OG Howard the Duck. Um, a lot of people tend to not like that, but I fucking love that shit. Um, I don't think it, ri- it originally did very well in the theater. I could be wrong on that. But, uh, man, I fucking love that movie. Um uh, Leah Thompson and uh, Tim Robbins, uh, I believe, are in that. 
and uh, I don't know who plays Howard the Duck. Uh, but he's, you know, they have a animated version of him in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I It would be good, I think, to have Howard the Duck in with Deadpool. I think that would be fantastic. I'd love to see another Howard the Duck movie. Um, Knowing how poorly, like, the original did, I don't think that they would be real excited to make another Howard the Duck movie. But I feel like if you make it like a Deadpool sort of situation where it's very adult humor, which the original Howard the Duck had uh, quite a bit of adult humor to it. And, uh, you know, I think if done right, it could be do- it could be really enjoyable. And, you know, maybe they wouldn't have to do like a full live action thing. It could be just fully animated. But Howard the Duck is a great character. I don't think George Lucas was wrong to be involved with that that movie. I I'm pretty sure Lucas was like produced it or something of that nature. But Howard the Duck, man. It seems like a a perfect choice for like a sidekick for uh one uh Deadpool, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, just looking at the the images of Howard the Duck from the original movie. Just so good. <laughs> uh, maybe I should look up news. Maybe they already are working on a film. You know? Maybe they are. Um, oh, Howard the Duck 2. Is there... <laughs> Oh, that's a. I was like, I saw a poster for Howard the Duck too, and it was like, oh, it was just a fan made thing. I was like, okay. Um, was there Howard the Duck too? <laughs> do do do. Oh, wait a minute. This. Oh no, it's just a, I again. Yeah, this is fan fan fiction. This is a. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, is Marvel making a new Howard the Duck movie? Oh. Leia Thompson pitched a Howard the Duck movie. Is this is this real? Leia Thompson pitched a Howard the Duck film to Marvel Studios and she's not giving up hope. Fuck yeah. Get on it, Leia Thompson. That's fantastic. This is according to the popverse.com. I don't know how. <laughs> uh, if their shit's, you know to be trusted if how accurate their stuff is um see here leah thompson who starred in the 86 howard the duck film hopes to direct the character's mcu solo film that would be fucking awesome i love that idea this uh nowadays marvel rules the box office but their cinematic success got off to a rocky start in 1986 Universal Pictures and Lucasfilm released Howard the Duck, which could technically be considered the first Marvel movie. Although serials starring Captain America were released in the 40s and various other characters starred in television movies, Howard the Duck was the first feature theatrical film starring a Marvel character. How Howard the Duck is an anthropomorphic... Fox, you're killing me here. Agent Mulder, don't, don't bite me while I'm trying to read anthropomorphic 
Uh, anthropomorphic duck who was introduced in Adventure into Fear number 19 in 1973. The character who was created by Steve Gerber and Val Mayerick is comedic in tone as please do not attack me. Just uh, box money. <laughs> All right, buddy. Here we go. Cat's back in my lap. Let's, uh, I can't move the chair for some reason. All right. Anyway, uh, while Howard's comics were well-received by readers, the movie is generally considered a failure. Boo. It's a great film. The audience had a negative reaction to the film's tone and the unconvincing Howard the Duck puppet. The film bombed, and today it's consistently seen on rankings for worst movies ever made. Leigh Thompson, who stars in the movie as Howard's companion Beverly Switzler, uh, thinks the world is ready for another Howard the Duck film. It's a bonkers movie, Thompson says during a recent interview with the Stargirl After Show podcast. I'm down for it. Count me in, Leia. I will... I tell you what, if I fucking manage to pull off a Powerball win, I'll fund that fucker. <laughs> I will get a hold of you, Leah Thompson, and be like, you know what? We're making this film. <laughs> I will spend the whole jackpot on Howard the Duck 2. It'll take a, at least the whole jackpot. I'm thinking it's going to be a lot of money. <laughs> See here, Thompson is now an accomplished director herself with credits on projects like Stargirl, Star Trek Picard, and Resident Alien. Honestly, I wanted to direct the Howard the Duck Marvel movie, Thompson tells the podcast. I actually did go pitch to Marvel, but they have their long-term plans for their characters. I don't know what they are. Howard the Duck does exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but thus... Far, he's only appeared in cameos. The MCU version of the character was first seen in Guardians of the Galaxy behind a display case in the collector's lair. This time around, the character was completely CGI. Howard later appeared in post credit scenes where he was voiced by Seth Green. Green reprised his role during a brief scene in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And the character had a non-speaking cameo during the final battle in Avengers Endgame. As of now, Marvel Studios has not announced any plans for a Howard the Duck movie. Leah Thompson hopes that her work uh, on superhero productions like Stargirl will demonstrate that she's ready to take on the demands of a Howard the Duck film if it ever happens. I don't want them to say I don't know how to handle a big budget or I don't know how to handle VFX for special effects, uh, Thompson says. I think now I have plenty of evidence that I can handle that thanks to Jeff uh, Johns and getting my start in Stargirl. During the podcast interview, Thompson says that she took some of the lessons she learned from Howard the Duck and applied them to directing Stargirl. For example, while directing scenes with VFX characters like the Thunderbolt, Thompson insisted on having a professional actor read the lines so the uh, cast... Uh, uh, would have someone to react to. That was something I kind of insisted on, kind of having a real actor there to inspire us. Thompson recalls, I thought one of the reasons Howard the Duck was not as good as it could have been was because they had puppeteers that weren't really actors doing the line, so all of the timing was kind of off. Thompson hasn't uh, let Marvel's rejection or the original film's reputation deter her. It's probably a bad idea since Howard the Duck ruined my film career, but I don't care, she muses. 
The casting of Seth Green has only made her more excited about the potential project. I'm sure he'd be amazing, Thompson says, of the actor. Uh, Thompson was featured as a character in Howard the Duck, number eight and number nine in 2016, which poked fun at the 86 film. The story had Thompson's character kidnapped and forced to act in a sitcom about Howard portraying Beverly Switzler. While the comic version of Thompson wasn't happy with her abduction, the real-life version of the actress has embraced her Howard past. Good stuff. I love the fact that she's on board with this. Um, Howard the Duck has got a huge fan base, and they keep re-releasing new DVD copies of it, so somebody is buying them, Thompson says. I've bought one. I bought one for Shelly years ago. Um, I know the fans very well, and I'm very grateful to them. They're some of my favorite fans because they've had to be diehards against all odds. Thompson considers herself one of those fans, and although Marvel Studios rejected her uh, pitch, she's not giving up on her dream. It's just a little dream of mine to pay homage to Howard the Duck in a big way. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Leah Thompson. Get it done. Get it done. I'm telling you. I if I ever win the lottery, man, if I ever win the lottery, I will somehow get a hold of Leah Thompson. Like, how much do you need? <laughs> how much do you need? We'll get this fucking done. I want a Howard the Duck movie. Oh, uh, knowing that she's like super excited about it. I mean, she's in the OG, and she—I mean, she's the mom from Back to the Fucking Future. It, Marty McFly's mom. I can't remember at the moment this moment what her what her first name was <laughs> it's just uh i just think of you know marty try uh he didn't try his mom tried to fuck him i guess just <laughs> lay a time she's fucking great fucking howard the duck man howard the goddamn duck to have her like direct it i would imagine she'd probably do some kind of cameo in it It'd be fucking epic fucking epic again i will go on the record if I were to win a massive jackpot, let's just let's just uh, look here real quick and see what uh, the uh, jack. I can pull up, pull up the uh, numbers on tonight's Powerball. I'm not sure what it is. Oh, four hundred sixty-eight million dollars. So you look at roughly. I'm gonna take. A little over 200 mil home from that. I, I, I get it. Take a cat. Well, it's 225 million that I would be taking if I took the lump sum. Let's just see what a, let's just see what Guardians of the Galaxy's budget was. <laughs> it was probably a lot. Uh, you know, I want something comparable to a Howard the Duck. I imagine we probably wouldn't need as much. See budget. Here we go. Here budget. Two hundred fifty million. So I would have close. You know, I mean, we wouldn't necessarily. Uh, which volume two was only two hundred million. So man, I we could probably put it together pretty damn good if I had like two hundred twenty-five mil. Maybe keep a couple of million for myself. Just you know, like two to three million, just to make sure. My bills are paid <laughs> for a while, <laughs> and uh, and then we just go full bore. I give the rest to Leigh Thompson. 
be like, let's do this. Let's make this fucking movie. Let's make this fucking movie. I mean, plenty of other people <laughs> that had a lot of money, uh, you know, just like threw together a movie. I feel like that kind of cash. We get Leia Thompson on board and Seth Green to voice him. Whew. Who cares if he even like does well, uh, you know, <laughs> if it just makes part of that money back, I'd be, I'd be excited be like, cause if I got some of that money back would be great. I'm going to go on, you know, just the thought that, you know, I'm probably not going to make any money back. I want to see it happen. I want to see it happen. And I think Leah Thompson could, could get this shit done. I, I, you know, I feel confident. And if she, if she's given full reign here and people that love Howard, the duck, that shit will transfer on screen. Then it would be a, a, a profit. It's like uh, with Friday the 13th and stuff, you can tell the people that enjoyed the franchise when they were, that were involved in making it as a, uh, you know, <laughs> compared to uh, people that were involved in movies and making it that did not give a shit. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Jason goes to hell. <laughs> Uh, there's definitely, I think when you have people that are really passionate about like the movie that they're, they're working on, like it, it, it just translates so much over to the film. Then again, you know, you got, there's people, I guess that are passionate that are just aren't good at making movies too. <laughs> uh, I would need more than, you know, just Leia Thompson. There's a lot of people involved in making movies. And if you're not involved with an actual studio, it could be difficult, you know, getting all that that done. But I I don't know how that would work. Uh, hopefully, Leah Thompson would know how that would work. And there's the, also the issue too: if Marvel's not on board, but if I funded the thing, you know, see here's here's the issues. I think that would be the just the the hardest thing to get over with that because. It's a Marvel owned thing and they're very particular with, you know, everything that gets put on screen with the MCU. Um, but that being said, they are, you know, business if like we got like, hey, we got this cash. You don't have to pay for shit. You just maybe help us with some of the marketing. <laughs> and well, I mean, we would need would need their, you know, people, <laughs> I guess, through the, uh, to pay their people. Again, I don't have people. <laughs> but I'd be able to fund said thing, you know, and hopefully be able to recoup some of those funds on the back end. So I'm saying it, man, like, the, again, I, I will try. I don't know that I would be able to get a hold of Leah Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're like, uh, it, it would be a bit crazy. You know, I'd have to, uh, I, bet, I bet she probably does. Uh, but, 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 meet and greet. Here we go. Leah Thompson, meet and greet. 
I'd have to go to like a con where it looks like maybe she does go to cons. There is. Uh, yeah, we'll accept this cookie. We'll accept this cookie. Oh, yeah, she does cons a lot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's there's my in right there. Okay. Um, fuck, she's going to Europe. Hell yeah, I can go to Europe. There's one in Chicago. Fuck yeah. I dig this. Um <laughs> This is already passed, but yeah, yeah, they don't have pic Oh, it's just they don't have pictures for all these people that were involved. Uh I I feel like a lot of these aren't people I know because it's in uh <laughs> Brussels? This one was in Brussels. Fuck yeah. I could go meet her at a con. And then, uh... Be like, hey. I hear you want to direct a Howard the Duck movie. I love Howard the Duck. I want a fucking new Howard the Duck movie. I got the cash. <laughs> I would, you know, be like, hey, I realize... There's some issues here <laughs> with uh, being a Marvel product, and they may not want us to uh, make a feature film, but I've got the cash. Well, I mean, I don't, but in this uh, scenario I'm dreaming up, me winning <laughs> the lottery and all, and uh, in this scenario, I'm being like, hey, I'm Scrooge McDuck. I got a vault full of money. Let's get this shit done. This is, this is just, you know, just, I'm just spitballing here. I don't have any... It sounds like she's got ideas for a Howard the Duck movie. You know, I don't want to get too much in the way of that. I feel like she's been way more involved with this sort of thing, you know, in her career and uh, than, than I have. And, uh, you know... Maybe maybe I can help her creatively. Maybe not, but uh, like I'd be willing to jump on board with this. As uh, yeah, I I think this is about all I got here. Um. So uh, as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.